0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 82, I think, or 83. Um, I forget, but you know because you just clicked on it. (laughs) Today's guest is, uh, oh, my gosh, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful soul, Heather Activation Vibration. Uh, Good mutual friend of mine that I just had the pleasure of meeting for the first time during this episode. We had a great time. We talked about everything. Wow, she's got some cool stories, dude, from uh, boxing at a young age to, uh, meeting aliens, you know, and, and other wonderful thoughts on creativity in the universe. Um, Heather's a special soul, love her so much, had a wonderful time talking to her. I, I know you guys are going to like it. Uh, and before you enjoy that episode, please head to magnesiumbreakthrough.com okay? to get the wonderful supplement magnesium breakthrough from bioptimizers, which is the sponsor of this podcast. And it's also a sponsor of my body and my health. Look at me. Look how healthy I am. ha <laughs> ha. Do you see on the video, or can you hear if you're only listening to audio, you can hear how healthy I am. And I attribute a lot of that to magnesium breakthrough from bioptimizers, get a discount plus a special gift and learn more about what magnesium does. I could tell you all the benefits right now, but you would just be listening to a guy on the internet. So, you know, go to magnesium breakthrough.com slash Brent Pella and learn yourself, learn yourself some knowledge, bro, about all the wonderful benefits of magnesium okay and get a special discount uh but enjoy um hey man enjoy this episode i i'm I'm stoked for for heather to join we we had a great time we had a great talk about all kinds of awesome things this is one of my favorite episodes to be honest we went deep baby um so enjoy this episode with heather activation vibration welcome thank you welcome to welcome to my vibe spot we are we're What's feeling good. We're feeling good today. Feeling I just great. got a um, IV drip. Nice. I How literally just got it. It was really good. What I feel vitamins? like a superhuman. Uh, he put a shit ton of vitamin C, zinc, mm-hmm. A, D, ton of B, and then this a uh, couple other things that I can't pronounce, and then this thing at the end. Um, Something about NAD mm. something. Yes. yes. It starts with a G. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. it. Yeah. 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 So I got a bunch of that. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. I actually took some of that this morning. Did you? Yes.
0: And how do you take yours? Uh, it's encapsulated. You're talking to like right into the middle. Yeah.
1: It's encapsulated. Cool. So it was like powder form, but getting the IG, IV drips, they're incredible for you. Oh, they're so good. They're so good.
0: They're so good. And I, I, I've i only gotten it one other time. Mm-hmm. Um. But that was like in the hospital. I think I had, had an injury or something. It was years ago. This was just for fun. It was it's my doctor buddy. Fun. He said, come over.
1: That's the vibe now. And let it's... me
0: shoot you up with a bunch of liquid. Yes. I feel great. I feel like tomorrow I'm going to be able to work out for like three hours straight.
1: Yeah, you're glowing right now. Thank you. Yes. I'm
0: just waiting to be invisible. Yes. That's what I want. Soon. Yeah. Maybe. If you could have one superpower, what would it be?
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Um... There's so many that I already feel like I have. Uh, That's maybe true. Flying, flying would be really okay. Let cool, me let me reask skating. the question.
0: What's your favorite? What are your, a couple of your favorite superpowers that you already have?
1: Ooh, I like that question. Yeah. Um, telepathy, uh, like telekinesis, mm-hmm. teleportation. I feel like I definitely. Oh, can teleportation teleport. is fun. Yeah, for sure. What, where's the last place you teleported to? Um, I do most of it in the astral realms, like when I'm dreaming. But I think that the last place it was a forest. I'm not sure. Maybe it was yeah. Lumaria.
0: It was what? Lumeria. Lumeria? Yes. Where's that? What is that?
1: Um, it's like an ancient a j- time a that different existed realm. before we existed. Oh, cool. Existed, yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: I've never, I don't know if I've ever astral projected. Really? Yeah.
1: Maybe you have, you just Maybe. didn't know.
0: I mean, I, I've definitely had a bunch of lucid dreams where I'm kind of traveling in this weird hypnotic state of not life where i'm sleeping in my bed but also not dreamland where i am they're just like in between yes that's a trip yes um i've also done acid
1: that's kind of that's kind of a different dimension it's a different dimension for sure yeah yeah yeah. you definitely have maybe you just don't fully remember yeah maybe Maybe i didn't commit
0: it maybe it's just still in that piece of me that's probably still astral projecting yes yeah,
1: you're actually doing it right now yeah yeah.
0: Well, technically we could be out, we could be on a different plane right now <gasps> isn't that weird true. we could be couldn't we be like dude we're getting deep in yep. the early minutes of today's podcast uh, it's all simulation it's all simulation <laughs> do you have you have you read about simulation theory a lot i haven't all that stuff
1: no i don't study anyone else's theories because <laughs> it tends to like um yeah like infiltrate my own so yeah but i'm familiar with it so i'd love to hear what you know oh
0: i don't i don't know much but the way elon musk talks about it is mm-hmm. pretty uh is pretty trippy Convincing. it's like it's something along the lines of like the odds we are one of two situations is happening right now one We're in base reality. We're the first of our kind to ever exist. Right? And if we're on the track of technological advancement that we're on, then one day we will have created a video game simulation type thing that is uh, indifferent from our real experience. So you can't tell the difference. So either we're in the base reality or we're already in that thing. Mm. Right? Mm. That's what he said. It's something along those lines. I don't quite know the exact phrasing of it. Um, but the odds are that we are already in that thing, yeah, yeah, because because
1: yeah, yeah. we're not the first of our kind. We're not the first of this our isn't kind. The first time we've existed for sure.
0: Yeah, it's something along for sure for those me. lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It, I feel like it's a little bit less of like a simulation, and it's more of like a projection of your own consciousness, your own mm. awareness and experience. There is a tangibility that we experience, where it's like, no, we really can feel and have like receptors, where it's like, I'm not trying to feel something, but if something happens. I do just instinctively feel that that is confirmation of tangibility. Like we actually do exist in form. Yeah. But at the same time, to what extent? Yeah. It's like a lot of our reality is a projection of our own consciousness and also like totally could, we're definitely existing in other planes and on other planets, other dimensions. Yeah. Yeah. And like just projecting and um, experiencing a form of reality through this. And we're like, This is all there is. Right, right. Exactly. When
0: there's just layers to it. Layers. There's just right here in this room right now. Isn't even a room. It's something completely un like you can't you can't. We're creating a portal. Either. That's the thing yes. is you just don't, you, you never know what else what? exists right. on a different energy plane. It's some wild <laughs> shit. I've been to Sedona. Okay. Yep. I've been to Sedona. Yep. I've been UFO hunting in Sedona. Nice. I've heard, we went to Sedona and this woman took us UFO hunting. It was just us. It was just, it was like a small group and we went out there. Um, and, and we, this woman took us and, and she was telling us about like the interdimensional like entities. Mm. And like the 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 portals that open up and the yeah. vortexes yeah. and stuff like that. Yes, really. And the way she was talking about it was like, it wasn't like how people are deranged and talk about it in a crazy way. <laughs> you know, in movies, like, I swear to God, there's a portal and they're going to take you out through the vortex. Portal. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> it was more like she was, it was like a natural thing. It was like talking about... The weather, right? She was like, "Yeah, you know." And then the energy portal usually opens up here a couple times a night, and mm-hmm. they come through and they visit. And you know what they are? I can't really say, but I do know that they're energy ent- entities made of ultrasonic light beams and da da da. And she's talking about it like it's like it's you know what do you what do we have for dinner tonight? Yes. And that freaked me out more than if she was talking <laughs> about it crazy, because right. I was like, "Oh, this chick,
1: it's she's legit. proud. She might be telling the
0: truth here it's too." Legit. Yeah.
1: Yes. I feel like that's what happens when you are like, familiar with these types of things. It's just like, oh, we just get used to the realities where Mm -hmm. it's like, actually what we are even experiencing right here and right now, the fact that we can, are speaking and can feel things and translate emotion and energy through sound. And then we can comprehend and communicate with each other. And then the fact that we're even recording this moment through the camera and through the mics. And then this moment that we're experiencing here momentarily actually becomes infinite amplified and available as an extension for anyone to tap into at any moment it's like this is a fucking miracle right here right now so it's like yeah we just get used to it and so yeah someone like who lives in the vortexes of Sedona, she's mm-hmm. like, you yeah, know, this is casual at yeah. this point. Like, yeah. <laughs> This is where the entities come out. Like, this is how the portals open. This is, this is just how it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you grew up in the Bay Area. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Have you done music your whole life? Because you're an incredible musician. Thank you. Yeah.
1: I have loved music my whole life. Yes, absolutely. And, um i was like more into the hyphy movement and like maybe no way oh my god wait wait wait, okay i I got so hyphy where did you get hyphy did you go to the sideshow oh yes like we created sideshows bro come on like i
0: I grew up in i grew up in davis so i'm bay adjacent i'm not bay i don't claim the bay but i claim norcal right um even though it's central cal or whatever yeah but we claim the norcal and dude in high school yeah because uh, we probably went to high school around the same time. Yeah. When E40 and Mac Dre were popping yeah. off. Andre Nicotina yep. I'm talking smooth yeah. E. Yeah. The Jacka. The Jacka. The yes. uh, Jacka. Uh, starting six. Do you yes. remember them? Yes. Yes. Um, yes. All those dudes. All of them. Those were yes. like our shit, dude. I we, know. Were get, we were going so hard. I know. Going so hard. At dumb. high school house party? We are going
2: dumb, dude. <laughs> it wasn't stupid. even going
0: hard yet. That's right. <laughs> it was going dumb. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what was your high school experience like? Were, were you in, into this, like, Kind of, I don't know even how to brand it. New agey consciousness oh. community in high school. Did you come up with any of that?
1: For sure, not even in the new age community now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even. Know, I don't even know how to br- know, how I to. I know. It's talk totally, about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like. It's, Everybody's it's got their own definition always evolving and we always yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. like, what even is it? Um, I've always been spiritual for mm-hmm. sure. Always connecting to like guides and like very uh, tapped into like a higher power and source. And that's always been a thing for me for sure. Yeah. I wasn't raised religious or anything like that, but I went through a lot of trauma as a child. So I had to actually revert to creating a connection with some form other than what was here in this physical reality in order to even just survive. So I've always been spiritually connected. However, to answer your question, like high school, I I for sure thought I was maybe a chola at some points. Really, like for sure got high. Feel like for, I I thought I was a gangster at some points. I went through so many different. Was phases. chola because
0: of your nationality in some
1: way? No. Or was it because of your no, community? No. It was because I was the only white person at my school. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Every wow. Every school that I went to, and we would move multiple times and go to different schools, and uh, yeah, and so. Wow. Yeah. I had a lot of different identities and That's wild. I feel like they're all connected to past lives or something for sure, sure, sure. because yeah. they've all still encoded within me and mm-hmm. I even observe different aspects of myself, different versions like come through a different time. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't yeah. know who she is.
0: You got different characters. Yeah. That's no what knows. I got. All my characters yes. live in videos. I feel like, you know what I feel yes. like? And I've said this before and then we'll dip back into the Bay Area rap music scene in high school. <laughs> um, I feel like sometimes the the characters that I that come out and that I can play on screen or mm-hmm. the little mini worlds that I build in yes. these videos, love them by the way. Thank you so much. Yes, they come from like a different kind of plane that actually really exists yes. out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yes. if you if you believe in multiverse it's a channel. theory, it's yeah, a channel. if you believe in multiverse theory, we're getting a little psychedelic right now, but mm-hmm. I love it. Um, it, the multiverse theory states that there's an infinite Versions of you doing an infinite amount of things, right? And if that's true, then there is a dude named Breiler out there with a backwards hat that's snapping his fingers all the time. And he's a living, breathing, actual person. And just like there's a CrossFit dude with a man bun named Travis who's always trying to have sex with people. Right. That's like a real yep. thing that's yep. just kind of floating across my wavelength and yep. I'm picking it out of the air and putting it into a video. Yep. Um. So that's a cool part of the creative process. Do you ever feel like that? Like Does yes. that ever oh, a thousand come into your world yes. when you're making something
1: creative? Absolutely, yes. You totally... Totally channel. You totally channel, you yeah. embody the characters, they come through, you become, you are, yes. Yeah. And same thing happens with me too. I actually have a bunch of characters too with different accents and things, and um, they're all very interesting. But yeah, it totally is that where it's like this wave of energy, like a consciousness, and it's us being able to be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna bring that into form. Yeah. Because it's actually funny too. Some of your characters, some things that I've seen you create even. Like, I feel like, oh, my God, like, I have thought of that character. Like, yeah, he yeah, did yeah. It, that character would oh, be even cool. better. Like, <laughs> with the Bryler, it's so funny. It's like the Kyler, where it's like, is it Kyler? or is it Tyler? Right, it right, Scott? right. It's <laughs> like, yeah. And so I'm like, I think he gets that. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. It's so good. Thank you so much. So it definitely does exist. Yeah, I think so. And it's picking it up.
0: And it's just like, it's like staying open enough to allow it to enter your sphere to enter your world. Somebody has a great, this isn't my original idea. I'm taking it from somebody else. I forget who it might be. Um, what's his name? Uh, he's a director. He wrote this, this really cool meditation book called, uh, big fish catch the big fish. Hang on. I got to give him credit. It's, and he taught, I never even know. Oh, he's so good. Uh, big fish director. I wish I had an assistant to look this stuff up book
1: information access uh,
0: now meditation <laughs> I wish I could pull this out of the energy sphere you can um, David Lynch you just did I did congrats thank you so much David Lynch David Lynch and I have no idea who that is uh, so. he's directed a million awesome movies love him. he's awesome Great guy. Um, so Great guy. it's called Catching the Big Fish and he talks about the creative process uh, and the importance of meditation in allowing your brain and just your consciousness in general to stay open like a net for the big fish to just travel into Mm. instead of constantly reaching Mm. out with the net, desperately trying to grab. Right. You kind of, and it's, it's different than the nonchalant, um, just, laziness right. that somebody could stagnancy. brand that with. It's yeah. Not it's stagnancy. not stagnancy. Yeah. It's it's conscious. It's patience, patience. and allowing. It's yeah. receptivity. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Resonance. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he talks a lot about that. And I've I've I took that on a couple years ago and it's been like a supreme difference in my kind of creative output. I love that. Which it, is cool. I
1: feel like it shows. I feel like you can feel the quality of that resonance that you have with what you're creating Mm -hmm. through the content for sure for sure because if it is like i know a lot of people in the space that we're in in different areas and it's like a lot of creators do reach 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 try and find stuff what do i do with this video on today what do i do that oh this yeah i could never do that in my life yeah ever yeah ever i have to sit back and like just have the best things come to me because there's no forcing. Mm -hmm. There's no like trying to pull something. If it doesn't feel like, oh my God, I can do nothing else, but make this right now and Mm -hmm. do this thing, Mm -hmm. then I'm not for it.
0: And then how do you feel when that, when those like days turn turn into weeks? Does that give you, start to give you like pressure? Do you start to get anxious in that process when you maybe haven't created or put something out?
1: Like I have observed that, uh, approach me that try to come into my yeah, field yeah, yeah. that energy where yeah. it's like oh productivity is what makes you valuable right like, and it's like nah yeah no exactly Actually, it's not yeah like I'm I'm getting funnier I'm getting cuter I'm, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm sleeping <laughs> I'm getting uglier whatever it right is. right like, right yeah I'm having something else come through like it's it's always a process so yeah like yeah. every once in a while things will try and come through like that but I'm like it's actually interesting. I grew up in a family that was very uh, work motivated and action motivated mm-hmm. to the point where the children really got time with the family. So I'm more on the spectrum and was like had lots of money and like very wealthy and all this. I'm more on the spectrum where it's like, I'd rather rebel.
0: Mm-hmm. I'd
1: actually rather not do anything and like manifest everything type yeah. of vibe. Yeah, so yeah. So yeah. I have to take periods where it's like weeks of not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, that's when the best shit comes through. Yeah, where It's like an idea comes through and I'm like, this feels good. So I'm going to do it. And then it's like, boom, viral. It's like a worldwide mantra. Right, that right, like you right. You could never even think of creating yeah you
0: couldn't force it to come out yeah and it had to come to you yeah, yeah. the best what the best what happens with the best things i don't think the best things are created because you forced it out you squeezed it out yes it's because no. you were patient with it yes yeah just Always. like e40's song tell me when to go, tell me when to he, go. you think he forced that out no, no that is a masterpiece that
1: is yes that he
0: was patiently crafting yep in his own time.
1: Yep. He probably went to a bunch of side shows. Probably oh, was my doing God. his own thing. hundred like, percent. Probably sipping lean. Probably, like, getting hyphy. Getting hyphy. Going dumb. Popping thizz. fizzle like,
0: face. fizzle dance. All of
1: a sudden, it was like, boom.
0: Somebody was like, yo, should we leave? And he's like, yeah, tell me when to go.
1: <gasps> and then he's like, tell me when to go.
0: Tell me when to go. Oh, my God. That was my
1: shit. <laughs> it Dude. still is. like, there are times yeah. where I'll, like... Randomly hear like I don't go to bars or clubs or anything like that, but I'll randomly hear like someone playing hyphy music in a car or I- yeah, or something like that. Nothing could stop me <laughs> from going into the middle of that circle <laughs> and straight up like getting That's hyphy, so like, nuts, crazy. So was
0: it what? What specific city, were you? San Francisco, Berkeley? You kind of popped around. You said
1: uh, I grew up in like Marin City. Okay, Marin City, Marin County, mm-hmm. Nevada. Oh, the bottom, yeah. That's right. Santa Rosa. In Santa Rosa. Okay. Yeah. We Mm -hmm. literally moved every six months of my life since I was born. uh, Why? My mom was a news reporter. So she would follow the stories. Yeah. She was like top news reporter, investigative Um,
0: reporter. Oh, she was an investigative reporter. Yeah. So she would go wherever the story was? Pretty much. But did she work for one paper the whole time?
1: She was one of the top news anchors. So like CBS, Mm -hmm. Channel 5, Cron 4. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, she was one of the top anchors, so they would have her move from different stations. Wow. So, like, it was, like, Oklahoma, Colorado, like, San Francisco.
0: Wow. That's nuts. Yeah. It was pretty crazy.
1: Yes, exactly. So every six months of my life until the past two and a half years, Mm -hmm. I've moved.
0: Until the past two and a half years? Yeah. What happened in the past two and a half years?
1: I found a place in Oceanside and I've kept oh, that. I love Oceanside, yeah. I love Oceanside. Yeah, it's cool. And I've kept it while I travel. So it's been cool. really nice to have that, like, and I needed that being like a natural born gypsy nomad. Yeah. We literally have moved our whole lives. So having that, like, foundation, that grounding, that ability to travel and come back has felt so good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's huge. Necessary. That's huge. Yeah. So you were high school up in NorCal still. You graduated Mm -hmm. in Northern California. Mm -hmm. What did you do after high school?
1: Um, After high school, I uh, started working with, I co-created with my partner at the time, an organic granola company. Mm -hmm. And it was a great granola company. He had started it with his family and then I like joined in and that was great. And we actually were like the number one selling granola, first to be certified organic, vegan, gluten free, non GMO. Wow. Number one selling granola in what was it whole, called? Food, whole foods and everything. It was called One Planet. Cool. And it was like great. And then uh, got Whole Foods bankrupted us. And so we Whoa. decided to make cannabis really? granola. Yes.
0: Why did Whole Foods bankrupt you?
1: They kind of bankrupt anyone. It's really sad for like mom and pop businesses because they require that you do what's called a free fill Mm -hmm. where you stock all their shelves in often multiple locations all over the country for free. And then only once it's sold out, depending on how it sells out, they'll let you know if they want to place a first order. And that's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to free stock like all their places. And so, yeah, it was a whole process. But then... We ended up putting cannabis in the granola, and that was an extremely successful company. <laughs> <laughs> and we were, like, licensed in multiple states. Amazing. We were the number one selling healthy edible supplier in all of California. Wow. Dispensaries. It was awesome. That's cool. And then, um, yeah, ended up moving down here, and... Uh, was growing for a while that was kind of my thing the whole like cannabis industry and Mm -hmm. um i've been in high times a bunch of times you still be on the panel for high times my buddy works for high times really yeah
0: he does events oh event planning and stuff yeah me know him. yeah probably mark kaz
1: yeah i don't know names okay that's okay (laughs) love him <laughs> and yeah i did cannabis for a while and it was pretty cool i'd like travel and speak on the panel and be the only woman or like the youngest person on nice that panel and, like, oh that's awesome thinking about cannabis yeah. i also grew up with epilepsy so i had seizures really full on growing up i couldn't get my license it was really serious i'd have to tell everyone when i first met them like hey if i have a seizure don't freak out don't call the cops i don't have insurance just turn me on my side i'll be good like whoa that's nuts
0: what would trigger the seizures
1: it's really interesting you ask actually because
0: sometimes it's nothing kind of right Right,
1: it was nothing i I wasn't sure what it was but i had them my whole life i was on prescription pills never drank or smoked all throughout high school never tried any drug really still haven't tried any drugs only like plant medicines Mm -hmm. because of the epilepsy and then once i graduated I tried cannabis for the first time and literally have not had one seizure since then really i've gotten my brain scanned and even Neurologically my brain patterns show as if I never had seizures
0: Wow, And do you attribute that to
1: full-on cbd and cannabis? Because wow. I went through multiple processes. It's definitely chemical but yeah. also on a mental level the cannabis helped me to See into why I was having the seizures. And I went through so much trauma, like literally unexplainable, like it's worse than movies mm-hmm. as a child, to the point where I couldn't allow myself to fully feel it. And so I would rarely cry. I would rarely get like emotional. I would just like be like chilling through it, like numb vibes. Mm -hmm. And so I would have seizures to where I would literally go unconscious. My eyes would roll to the back of my head and my body would convulse to get the energy out of me. Wow. Because I wouldn't cry. I wouldn't allow myself to be emotional because it it would break me down. I wouldn't have survived if I allowed myself to feel all this stuff. Yeah. So my body would seize. And so cannabis helped me to be able to even mentally go through and like unwire, rewire, reconstruct mm-hmm. my mental patterns so that I wouldn't have seizures anymore.
0: That's incredible. Yeah. So you must be pretty happy and grateful with the growth in the plant medicine world yes. over the past couple of years then, right? Yes.
1: It's been incredible. Weed
0: especially, even though I can't yes. believe weed is still illegal anywhere is just absurd. Yep. Um, but then shocking. The, it's shocking, yeah. But then the next steps obviously are going to be uh, mushrooms are probably next on the yes. docket, and yes. then beyond that, who knows? But um, what, is it, what has it been like for you to watch from being in that business? Yeah, are you still in that business? Do you still I'm do not, anything? So, because no. now you do a lot of retreats and you do yes. music and yes. groups and I'm things, I'm
1: completely out of the cannabis industry, yeah. okay? Yeah, that was like my main thing, and I actually was in the industry before it was legal. So Mm. I had like 10 lawyers, we had all the things, we were actually legal as well. It was just medical at the time. And then I had the company when cannabis became legal. Boom, like all big pharma, all the companies, everything came through, swiped all the main people out who were actually making quality medicine and like caring for it. So I realized it wasn't my thing. And I actually ended up, long story short, like breaking up with my partner that I was with, that I owned the company with. Gifting him the company and our grows and everything like the amount of millions of dollars that I just gifted (laughs) full-on Because I felt a calling to go to Brazil and do ayahuasca for my first time really Hold
0: on. And so you, you left everything to go do that. Yes. And was it worth it? Yes. Okay, cool. Okay, because that's a lot of money. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's been
1: so worth it. Like the spirit, the soul is so worth Oh, good, worth good, it. good. That's and good. let's be real, the millions still come in. That's true. They yeah. just You come can in get them in a different, different way. Frequency. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, but activation vibration was literally birthed at that retreat like
0: so activation vibration is your like umbrella kind of what would you how would you define it it's just a lifestyle frequency it's a frequency it's an energy yeah so
1: the activation vibration is a vibe that literally activates people in different ways so whether it's like my energy or my like creations that i make my content my confidence my story my trauma my whatever it is it's a frequency it's an energy of inspiration creativity mm-hmm. and so yeah i translate that through music videos writing things doing weird retreats stuff. retreats so tell yes. me about
0: the retreats you do so do you you lead yes I all one of them is is female focused yes. right it's a like a goddess retreat type yeah. thing and then do you do others that are like plant medicine retreats yeah you do okay yeah. cool cool
1: yeah absolutely doing Going, it's not my retreat, but going to Costa Rica in early November to do ayahuasca again. Oh, fun. Yes.
0: Now, are you li- are you leading folks with that or are you not just this traveling one. with? Okay. Yeah. Cool.
1: It's my boyfriend who's hold- hosting the awesome. retreat. Yeah. So I get to um, be present and hold space, but not hold too much space, which mm-hmm. is really nice. Yeah. Uh, but I also love doing it. It's like the most incredible experiences I've ever had, these like three-day chapters at these retreats. So yeah, we have a woman's retreat coming up early October and they're so incredible like we just get so wild and so raw and have so much fun and yet like do all the beautiful things and like get dirty and mm-hmm. it's incredible mm-hmm. I'm that's so awesome excited. yeah
0: i think that um i mean i just think more people should do that yes to be honest yes you it's know the healing like it is it and it's, everything. it's it's such a different going on one of these little retreats or even to like a little festival for a weekend at the at the very least Something like that is such a harsh break yes. from people's reality. Yes. That it, it's like it's almost like a shock to the system. Full right. Uh, it's like doing an ice plunge, you know, or like it's it's just this crazy different level of existing for this two, three day period or like a week period or ho- however long it is, right? Yep and whenever i do that i come back completely changed it's complete i'm I'm like re-aligned literally literally realigned and it sounds all whoopty doopty woo woo crazy but it is super legit so real and i work my ass off in the real world right in quotes as we call it um so when i can do that and i when i when i have the ability to give a shock to my system i take it every time
1: Yes. because it's such a big it's a pattern interruption it's a pattern interruption yeah 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 yes that completely is just like all right, brings through a new energy, clears what was stagnant. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, new inspiration. Yeah, there's
0: one I'm looking at. I think it's in. It might be in Costa Rica too. Mm-hmm. Nate was showing me. It was, it's a. Um, it's like a seven day juice detox, beautiful uh, slash med- meditation yoga type beautiful. thing, and it's very limited. I think there's 12 people, mm-hmm. um, and it's not really that expensive too. I mean, people think you need like $10,000 or right. more or something. It's not. You can spend less than what yes. you pay in rent and do yes. one of these things. Yeah. So.
1: And again, change your life forever. And it can change your life forever because yeah. you
0: meet somebody, you learn a, yes. a, something, you take, you're living life in such a different way for a short period of time that you come back with a whole new perspective. Yeah, you know. So, you know, I I highly recommend it. I want to get my sister to go do it. She's twenty. Yes. She's in college. I, I really want her to go. That would be. I so might get her time. that for Christmas. I might get her like a retreat <gasps> thing.
1: Definitely do it. You yeah. should honestly have her come to one of ours. Like, a whole yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that'd be I'm great. I'm trying to get my younger sister to come to my hold your sister. She's twenty. Five. Okay, wow. cool. That's crazy. Yes. Wow.
0: Yeah, dude, my sister's going to be able to drink next year. Yeah. Wild. Isn't
1: that crazy? Wild. I still, people are like, how old is your sister? I'm like, yeah. 16. <laughs> <And she's laughs> no, like I think of her as 11. 16. Yeah. I
0: remember yeah. her being like yeah. 11 and 12. I took her to see Taylor Swift when she was 13. Yep. Like, this is a little girl. Right. Yep. She can't be 20 she with be a job. 20. Right.
1: You know? It's crazy. was weird. And then us, too. Like, I'm pulling to That's a whole thing, dude. Bro, 30s are, no joke, dude.
0: 30s are no joke, dude. 30s are no joke. 30s are like, oh, hairline, you're going to take off? Yeah.
1: You're
0: going to take He's off my hairline? My hairline's going to, you're just going to take off? Okay, bye. Fully see you. You know? Yep. Oh, back. You're not going to, you're right. not going to show up to work today. You're going to, you're going to stay over there. Back. You're Full
1: just, on. It, and there it is. It's my just God. dislocated. I, I yeah. remember people saying, like, oh, your digestive system, like, you just can't eat what you used to eat when you're 30. And I'm like, no, you're a fat fuck. Like, right. that's your fault. <laughs> yeah. No, now that I'm it's already here, happening. I'm like, wait.
0: Yeah. What's. Dude, I yeah, I played sports my whole life. Yeah. And and I remember in high school uh, my coaches or even like college guys or guys just fresh out of college that were hooping with us or running with us they'd be like man just watch out dude 5-10 years from now your knees are gonna start giving out and I was like made of rubber I was like right. 16 like nah dude like, fuck that
1: maybe for you yeah I'm gonna
0: do this forever right. bro I'm good I'm, right. I'm a spring yep. now yeah. it takes me 30 minutes to warm up <gasps>
1: yeah gotta stretch
0: I gotta, I gotta hit the cold shower immediately after or yeah. an ice bath I yeah. got like 10 different supplements before and after a workout <laughs> yeah, yeah. whole routine I gotta stretch every morning when I wake up I gotta stretch for 20 minutes just <laughs> yeah. to be able to open my eyes (laughs) literally
1: it's nuts yeah yep it's nuts it's a whole different reality yeah actually
0: how 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 have you evolved with your like your physical health over the years have you noticing these patterns of change in your body How has your health kind of evolved with that like with new things you've discovered or new patterns of living and eating
1: yes i'm like all about the the biohacking and like utilizing all the tools and the resources to be as healthy as possible i like love that shit that's my shit yeah and my dad is still to this day a bodybuilder, like a competing bodybuilder. And my mom growing up had full six pack, like can do running back flips, all the things. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I grew up in. So they had us in sports. I started competing in boxing when I was, competing when I was nine. Wow. But I started boxing when I was seven.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Who put
1: you in boxing? Um, I did. No shit. Yeah. I, it was when I was living in an area where I needed to know how to protect myself and had gotten like jumped and attacked a few times. So, Uh, seven. yeah. So what what was
0: that process like learning (laughs) boxing at seven?
1: It was honestly incredible. They took me in like a family and it was also a point in my life where my mom wasn't really home and I was often alone or my sister was too, but Uh, Doing our own thing and so they kind of took me in as like a family. I was the only it was a gang prevention program Cool, so that's what I was a part of so it was all the guys that I was the only girl there And the only white person too Mm -hmm. It was all the people who were there Who had gotten taken out of juvie or out of jail to be in like gang prevention. Yeah situations. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah,
0: like a reintroduction to being in society without being a dick type program. Yes,
1: exactly like how to interact and so yeah, it was exactly what I needed. It was incredible and really strengthened me and I think helped to instill the confidence within me even on like a, a physical level that I have now. Mm-hmm. And Would you yeah. ever
0: spar with people?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. I've wow. had 15 fights.
0: Get the fuck out of here. Oh,
1: I've gotten my ass beat so many times. That's what really? I mean. Yeah. What's your like, record out of the 15? I literally... So my competing record yeah. was 15 and L. No I was way! Undefeated. Really? I was fully undefeated. Could you,
0: could you take on Jake Paul?
1: Um i feel like i probably could
0: you probably could i probably
1: could i need to watch his technique a little bit more i'm trying to replay these videos in my mind so i can he be like, goes he to goes for big honestly. swings he's right. got a lot of confidence so Yeah, i'm super quick you but don't. he's also no, very patient i'm coming yeah yeah he
0: is a he is we a may patient have a similar fighter. Vibe then. yeah yeah that'd be a good fight
1: yeah that would be really cool yeah my thing is people are like oh you know like oh come on you couldn't fight me and i'm like or like you can handle me fighting you, and I'm like you probably wouldn't get a hit on me. Like, that's my thing, where Girl! it's like, where it's like Damn! you probably wouldn't get a hit, and Girl. then I'd come in from like where you don't know I'm coming in, and then yeah, come yeah, in hard.
0: Damn, you were 15 and 0, motherfucker. Yes. So you bought boxed... I've
1: gotten my ass beat. So like okay. the fights before, like sparring, I have gotten my. ass Well, you kind of have beat. to get your ass beat yes, yes. at some
0: point to get better. Yes, yes. You can't just win everything and think you're the shit.
1: Right. You know no, my fight right before. I had my first fight. It was a spar. It was sparring and it wasn't on my record. But the woman who I was fighting, I was I think I was I think I was 10 at this time and she was 22. And she was preparing for her first. She had been amateur and she was preparing for her first pro fight.
0: You sparred a 22 year old when you were 10. Who allowed that to happen? And she
1: beat the fuck out of me. That's insanity. I like I did the worst thing. Like I literally have like things play in my head of this where like the worst thing you can do in a boxing ring is turn your back that yeah. is the worst thing because then you can get your head punched in everything like your right. back the worst thing she fully turned me around and was like hitting oh back
0: my god
1: yeah and from that moment on I never lost wow I literally never lost that's nuts <laughs> like one of the greatest yet worst things of my life
0: so was it did you box always within this um, community program?
1: Or did no, you ever... they would tra- have us travel. Oh, it was the American okay. Boxing Association. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it was the ABA.
0: And what, when was your last fight?
1: Uh, I stopped when I was... I think my last fight was actually when I was 16. Okay. Or 17.
0: So you didn't box into the years that you could have theoretically... Well, I don't know gone pro, your, Gone yes. pro.
1: So that's actually what my decision was. So I had been training and fighting for multiple years. And I had 15 fights and I, lo- I won my 15th fight. So I was like, all right, now is your time to go pro. Yeah. And so I had to make the decision and I was already training five days a week for three hours a day. And if I wanted to do that, I'd have to start doing at least six days a week for like five hours a day of training. Mm-hmm. And I was again, like 16 going on 17.
0: That's a full-time job.
1: And so like, literally it was so sad. Like my coach, everyone was just like, I was like their prodigy at one point. Yeah. They were so sad, but I decided I wanted to cheerlead. No (laughs) fucking way! Yes, I was captain of the team. Get the
0: fuck out of (laughs) here! Became
1: captain of sixty girls cheerleading.
0: No shit. Yes.
1: Where? How did that switch come into your characters? That's wild. That's such a switch. I know. So you put the
0: gloves up and picked up pom poms?
1: Yes, yes, yes. And I had like every girl running doing sprints everything. We were sexy. We were sexy
0: oh i'm sure you were otherwise yeah. you, they, you would have beat their ass right what, what was the motivation <laughs> but like did you always want to be a cheerleader in some way no. was there like a like a uh, um, what's it called a
1: Ooh. like a I shift mean? yes actually or like a dream that yeah. I wanted to be yeah so like I, a calling
0: to, or something in your head that was like always put cheerleading on like this
1: like pedestal, pedestal. type thing yeah i think that it was more representative of feminine energy actually Mm. where growing up like even until high school i like wore only boy clothes yeah only boy clothes still had lots of boyfriends like really only hung out with the boys and like i just like loved boys so i like wanted to dress like the boys and climb trees and stuff yeah and then when i got into high school and i was still boxing at this time i got boobs and like realized like oh shit i'm sexy yeah and like i got sexy early to Mm -hmm. where it was like, okay, like this is what it's like to be a woman. Oh, I kind of like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I kind of like this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, I actually like pink. I want to wear skirts. I want to do all this stuff. And I started to become feminine where it was like, oh, this is power too.
0: I used to think
1: like growing up where I did and how I did, being masculine and being strong was the only way to survive. And that's how I got respect. That's how I wouldn't be like mistreated that's how i wouldn't be hurt is if i was strong mm-hmm. and then it was like feminine energy and essence is also powerful cool and actually maybe even more powerful in ways yeah <laughs> and because it can even like you know <laughs> and so yeah i think that it was a part of that shift and i started fully dressing like a girl and became a cheerleader wow
0: yeah that was right around that 15 16 yes. 17 yes. year old age when you like quit really, boxing to wow yeah incredible
1: Yeah. So to answer your question, physically, I've always been about the sports, always been super Mm -hmm. active, my whole family, it's just like been our thing. And I have noticed like I was very strong and agile and great then, but through like awakening my like consciousness and translating that and encoding it into my body. I have opened up new abilities for sure. Like just even through breath work, through strengthening myself, I definitely am. It's a different level, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not the youth strength and mobility and everything, but it's like a mature yeah encoding yeah now yeah yeah totally that I have totally which has been really interesting yeah. to explore and experience, but I'm here for it. Like, we don't yeah. get to be human too often. You don't get to be
0: 30. Once you're 40, you're going to look back on 30 and yes. be like, damn, I wish I was turning 30 again. why right. so fuck I'm 40? Right. But you're also okay. going to embrace that's part of it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I embrace turning 30. Yes. Yeah. Although I am 17 because yes. everybody that watches this podcast knows that I'm 17 years old. Um, okay. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you embrace it as you go. Did you... Okay, let me ask you this about boxing. When you stopped boxing and you went to cheerleading, yeah. did you hang up the gloves forever or did you ever dip back into it did you ever start or even did you ever do a workout just for fun Mm -hmm. like you ever dip into it still even did you back then like once in a while show up to the gym to mess around yes like
1: almost every day still okay you just didn't every time as a pro i didn't yeah i had a period of where i stopped going for Mm -hmm. like maybe two or three years and then like right after that but then since then I do shadow boxing and like train on different things. And I also have gloves and mitts and I Mm -hmm. like have my neighbors and stuff like hold gloves for them. Yes. Cool. So I still train in boxing and like do things like, UFC, like, like as a workout, r- routines and workouts. Wow. Yeah. Almost Badass. every day. So yeah. That's really cool. It's in my soul. Like I for sure have been like a large African ninja fighter. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah, in in a past, past life. life. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah. He's come through. I He's know. He's come through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I can only imagine. I mean, playing basketball my whole life I've had, and I still do. I still play. Um, but now it's much more intentional for myself rather than competitive outwardly toward other people. Yes. Because I want to get hurt and I don't want to commit to that. Too much because if I overcommit to that, then it starts taking over, and then I all I can think about all week is the plays that I messed up on the week prior because I'm unhealthily competitive. Right. Um.
1: Yeah, I'm curious about that. How have you no? How, how have you noticed your like competition energy shift it, with it, maturity?
0: It ha. It's still there. I, yes. I don't think it. I think it's. I think of competition like um, kind of like a valuable disease. So. It's a disease in the sense that you can get infected with it and it can get worse right. depending on the situation.
1: And it can be negative.
0: And it can be negative. But I think of it as valuable. Yes. Because if if you're if I'm able to harness my sense of competition in a healthy way, yep. then I can use it to make myself better and yes. make the stuff that I put out better. And yes. then which at the end of the day, my whole purpose of being alive is to add joy to yes. the world. That's all I want to do. And so if I can harness it and and use it, it's like Venom, right? The movie Venom, when he turns into the fucking guy, right? uh, but he tries to use it for good instead of bad. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's kind of like that. Um, Mm. Whereas somebody, you know, like Michael Jordan or Kobe, it's an obsession and it's unhealthy. But it worked for them. You know, they both did what they wanted to do. It was almost
1: necessary in order for them to accomplish what they have. Exactly. And
0: Kobe, he had a loving family and he had a Mm. great family life. and was doing all these amazing things. Michael has a different story because he was very unhealthy with it, but he's still a guy that did a bunch of great things. Um, So I, I try to use it today. Like we were playing Scrabble last night and it came out really badly. Cause I was like kind of talking shit and I was being a little condescending and I was like showing off cause I'm fucking dope at Scrabble, dude. Yes, I played a rocket. seven level, seven letter word last night yeah. and I scored 94 points.
1: Wow, You understand? I don't fuck around wow. with Scrabble. I'm but honestly like, impressed. I think you should rock it. Thank you so much. It. Yeah. But,
0: but like the, so it comes out like fun in yes. funny ways like yes. that, but how it comes out in a negative way could be when you start comparing yourself to other people, mm, right? Yes. And thinking about where you should be. Instead of where you are compared to where you were. Right. Right. Where you should be is an illusion. 100% is an illusion. Right. So I try to use it in like a healthy way. But boxing is similar to basketball, but I would assume it's different because it's so fucking offensive. Yes. Like pretty much the whole sport is an offensive sport.
1: And it's just you. And it's just you. Yeah. I also played basketball. That was also my thing growing Mm -hmm. up, but not as much as boxing. But the difference with it is, like, with basketball, you have a team. You can rely on... And other other sports, too. You can rely on other people. Everyone, like, gathers and builds to support the team. Right. Boxing, it's like, if you don't hold your right hand up high enough, you're getting your you're, face bit, and you could, yeah. you could actually get a concussion, you could die. Right. It's life-threatening. Yeah. It's life-threatening. Yeah. So it's, it's like, there's no fucking around, and you have to be quick. And also... I would observe that like sometimes in sports that had te- had a team, I would get nervous. Obviously, I'd get nervous with boxing too, but I would get nervous and it was kind of like it would be okay because mm-hmm. it would subside and we'd be running and someone else would grab the ball or someone would come and like take that play and it would be fine, right? Mm-hmm. Boxing, you cannot get nervous. You can't. Because if you hesitate for even just a second, half of a breath, yeah, you lose. Yeah. You lose or you wake could wake h- up on the ground. Hit exactly. Or yeah. you could get hit that puts you off for the rest of the fight. Right. Like even if it is just sl- something slight, it could reposition you for the rest of the fight.
0: Mm-hmm. So what do you take from boxing that you put into your life today? Like, how, mm-hmm. do you, is there, are there anything it, like subconsciously or consciously where you dip into that boxing state of mind in order to incorporate that mindset or that lesson or that thought mm-hmm. into anything you do today?
1: Definitely. Yes. I'd say the the ability and the necessity to channel and translate energy with precision Mm. where it's like you can have this force, you can have this energy, whether that is motivated or created by competition or by inspiration or fuel or just like actual physical energy, whatever it is. The more that you intentionally channel your energy and act and exist and express Mm -hmm. with precision, like as in like boxing, when you're throwing a punch, you're not just flailing your hands. You have to make sure from your toes all the way up to your knees, the position, your stance, everything, the way that you're holding your back and what muscles you are utilizing to even propel that limb to go forward everything is so precise and is so important that it is intentional.
0: Yeah. There's no wasted motion. There's no no wasted energy at all. And
1: so I feel like being able to utilize that to where it's like, and even with boxing and in sports, even just the way that I like to fight and the way that I would do it. I'm not just like going for it. Just like start throwing punches and everything. No, no, no. I like Mm -hmm. to be patient. I'm going to sit back. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna first see what you do. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see what the field is like, what the energy is like, and what you're like. The space is coming to me with, and then I'm gonna respond. Mm-hmm. So it taught me like this energy of precision, patience, and then also no hesitation. Mm-hmm. I don't hesitate for shit. Yeah. If it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a very big difference between patience and hesitation.
0: Yeah. Where it's
1: like patience is about knowing that there is something yet not needing to act on it because it hasn't manifested into full form, right? So it's like being present right. for it and then hesitation is it being there in form. You feel it even if you don't see it, don't have all the details yet, but you know it's time to go or it's time to do that or, and then not doing it. Yeah. There's a very big difference. And even like, if you
0: end up doing it after the hesitation, you're yeah. not doing it with the full Same energy. intentional energy yeah. Yeah. that you're bringing into it. It's a different yeah. space. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And to yeah. put that into context, let's give it like a real life example. So for me, that would be, um, let's see, capitalizing on an idea that I have, mm-hmm. you know, that just floated across my space. Yep. And maybe I, I, I make a, a, a mo- like, should I do this? I right. start writing it. Right. But then I take a break because I don't know or if it's Or right. maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Maybe right. I come back tomorrow and then I write it all the way out and then right. it just isn't, it doesn't feel right. Yes. Yep. Or I could wait and kind of marinate with that idea, not write anything down yet, not make any plan to even do it Yeah, and just see what it comes to yep. in my brain. And yep. if it's a character, if it's a thing, if it's a comment on a trending issue, how am I going to, um, how am I going to repaint the picture of that trending issue so that I can communicate it? Yes. Right. Yes. So the, having the patience versus the hesitation in yes. that way, that's like a real life example for, Yes. For me, for like what I do. I'm
1: curious too, with your content, when you are patient and say you do get an idea, mm-hmm. when you're patient and you like allow for the energy, the momentum to kind of build up, do you find, because this happens to me, mm-hmm. do you find that if you give yourself that space, often you will get other reflections or examples or information on that topic or on something that allows you to become more clear Yes. in the way that you actually do? like full on officially translate it
0: yeah so that happens typically for whatever uh, typically during a trending video like a like a video that's just silly and for fun like if i'm doing a character that's not related to any trending topic or debated issue those are just fun those are just that's just me being a clown i can be patient with those and write and 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 Mm -hmm. mess around and and that's a different space but for example um the video i put out today what is it today monday yeah. yeah, the video I put out today. The tacos, I actually saw the it taco one. Mandatory tacos, it thank you. Great. So that was like, I really wanted to talk about the subject, and I actually got the idea for it four days ago. So it's been four days to bring it to final form. Yes. Um, but when I got the idea, it was originally like, uh, should I make a video about like the freedom argument? and just hammer home like we all have a right to free. And I, I waited, I was like, I don't know, I'm not gonna write that down yet. Let me just right. go about my day, see how this plays out. Let me look up some articles, let me read opposing viewpoints. And then for me, my the biggest truth for me for, for this video was let's let's take aim at the most logical argument, which in the case of this video is, if you can prove you have immunity, Why do you also need to be forced to be vaxxed by a mandate? If you can prove that you have immunity, that's the most lot that's beyond the freedom conversation is different. The, the, uh, business rights conversation is different. It is just very simply. If I can prove that I have antibodies that are long lasting and give me the same or better immunity, if I can prove that, why am I subject to the mandate? Right? So control. Right. right. Yeah. Which is a whole, again, and that's yeah. the thing, but I want to, I want to, I want to put out the video that poses these questions right. so that the people saying who can it, yeah. So, because when you can't answer that question, it forces you to start thinking yes. of other reasons that shit is happening. So I just yep. want people to think. Right. And so I was patient with that and that led me down a lot of different roads and rabbit holes of like this argument versus this argument versus this. But nothing was answering my argument. Mm. And so my argument was slowly starting to brew and slowly mm. starting to like come into form. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then of course the taco and the hamburger cupcake metaphors yeah. were all just like silly for fun. Um, but resonant. Yeah, but yeah. so that was, an, that was an example of kind of a moment where- Being patient. I was patient mm-hmm. and I allowed it to digest properly. Yes. And I think it came out well, although my, I'm getting blown up in comments, but I like that because yes. it's- It's conversational now. Yep. And I'll do that once in a while. I'm not going to do that for every video because I'll just tear my skin off. But once in a while, it's nice to pop in with something that's like jarring.
1: Yes. You know? Necessary. Yeah. Necessary. And this isn't
0: even like a big argument, I don't feel like. What I decided to go after with this video was very like kind of middle of the road shit
1: here. Right. And just kind of like duh. Duh. Wait duh.
0: I went for the duh thing. Yeah. And I'm still getting the nah. Isn't
1: that shocking?
0: It's wild. It's shocking. It's wild. I mean five years ago were you having these kinds of debates with people? Did you even fathom that people could be this far apart?
1: I didn't think that people were this far apart but i actually have been talking about this kind of shit for years Mm -hmm. and then i'm at the point now where everyone's so psycho about it i don't talk much about it yeah like i don't utilize my platform to talk much about it because a lot of people are using their platforms to talk about it yeah and so now i actually get people cussing me out trying to cancel me for not talking about it get the fuck out of here they're like you're supposed to be here leading the way
2: no way oh full on
1: full on and i'm like the fact that you're trying to force me and control what I express and how I like express, do you see that you are actually a product of exactly what you're trying to work against? Oh
0: man, that's wild.
1: And I'm like, Five years ago, I was talking about this shit, vaccines and everything. Like, yeah. all of you guys were like, oh, okay, Heather, just because you never got one, like, you <laughs> wanna talk about this stuff. I'm like, it's gonna be important. <laughs> and then here, it's like, yeah. Yeah, and you
0: also don't wanna, I mean, it depends on who you are. I'm saying you in the general context, because me, I don't wanna become a pariah.
1: Same. Same. That's not me. You know,
0: I don't want to be a spokesperson yeah. for a movement. Right. I'm not that. You're I got, you. You're I'm me, humor. dude. I'm trying to you're make people fun, laugh. fun. joy. I'll exactly. post questions once yes. in a while in funny ways. Right. But I'm not gonna do this type your of. That's focus. It's not my thing. That's not I got your pres- if you want that, I got people I can refer you to. Same. I got homies Literally that same. are doing that. Yep. And yep. that's great.
1: Yep. It's not me.
0: Same. You know. Yep. Um, I I I never did anything political or topical until 2020. Wow. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. Wow. I didn't even touch it. Yep. What was your first thing? Um, hmm, It was 2020 spring. I was mocking uh, (laughs) hand-washing all the time. I had these two bros in quarantine, but even that was silly. (gasps) That didn't really have a message.
1: (gasps) But it does.
0: It does kind of. I think my first thing was masks versus no masks, and it was just me in the video one guy was like super pro mask. The other was anti mask. Yes. And they're both like the far ends of the spectrum. Like one is like, oh, you're a commie, dude. Why are you wearing a mask outside? You wear two condoms right now, too. And right. the other guy is like, oh, you don't care if people die. You want everybody to die. Right. You don't care about health. Yep. And so they're just these two far. And then a third guy comes in. And he's like, hey, you guys are both wrong. You know, you're outside, but also you shouldn't care what he says. Just do your thing and, mm. and follow the rules or whatever. And then but that was like the first grasp of something trending. Yep. And it was fun. It wow, was cool. It was. It blew epic. up, and it got a bunch of arguments in the comment section. I was like, oh, shit, okay. I could make people argue yes. for a while. Yes. Maybe this will spark some conversation, right. you know? Yes. So some I kept plug. trying to follow that every once in a while, yeah.
1: And what's your favorite thing to do? Like, what's um, your favorite kind of content to create? Man,
0: I think my favorite stuff lately has been the alien stuff. Yes. Anything alien-related, specifically yes. alien-related.
1: I love that.
0: I mean... That's I like I like doing political stuff that makes people think and topical stuff. I like doing impressions; those are fun. Bro content is always cool. You know, the, hom- the homies from NorCal is always fun. Yeah. But the alien yep. stuff that I've done has been really fun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's do more of
1: that. I would love to. Yeah. What do you
0: think? Of, what do you think of the aliens of this past year? Because we're in this new phase now, where aliens and the talk of aliens is yes. more now oh, than it's ever.
1: Normal. Oh. I fully have been communicating directly to cosmic beings, extraterrestrials. That's what they prefer, but we can say sure. aliens okay. for years now. And that's actually where I get majority of my information and everything. I don't read. I don't watch anything. I full on like, you speak. I full through on a connect different to them. Plane. Yes. I like, channel So them.
0: what, what about like,
1: those are like my guides. Those are the homies? Yes. Those are my cool. homies. What yes. about, what
0: about like the, the, the video evidence type stuff on this? 100%. What do you think of that stuff?
1: I, th- it's, nearing towards the time where there is going to be a reality very soon where we are living in conjunction with them fully in awareness that they exist and the borders of our dimensions are also shifting too to where we're going to be able to experience them tangibly a lot more often and consistently because a lot of the extraterrestrials they exist in a higher frequency consciousness where they are not manifested into form. in a physical form yes however there are many that are manifested into form and a lot of the like The whole like abductions and all of this stuff like the government there have been multiple agreements with that The government has made with certain types of extraterrestrials that aren't necessarily Positively they don't have positive intentions necessarily or they don't um, They don't have a they're not here for the same mission of like uplifting the consciousness and shifting earth They're here Mm -hmm. for a different mission. And so there's been a lot of interaction with like those types of aliens so like the footage and stuff it's hard to tell. Some of the ships, I've been like, oh, I recognize those. Yeah. And some of them, I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's a good one. Oh. Yeah, full on. So, like, uh, no matter what, it's all going to be great and divine and perfect. Uh-huh. But I think that the increase in UFO sightings and the fact that the government is finally being like, hi, oh, yeah, we've been talking to aliens for years. But I yeah. think they're just saying, like, we saw a ship.
0: Yeah, what they're saying now is we don't know what these are and it could be huh. made not on Earth. That's, that's okay. the... That's the Thesis enough, that we've gotten so far. Yeah, there hasn't been a confirm or deny. Okay. Yeah, okay. which is different that it's than different, what we've ever gotten. Right. We've yes. o- only always gotten a denial.
1: It's because they can't hide it anymore, and it's right. happening no matter what. And the government's like, okay, maybe we should like say that we kind of know about this. Yeah. So yeah. what
0: would your prediction be for like by twenty
1: twenty four? Twenty twenty four so is the major year. Is happening. Yes. You think so? Yes. I yeah. That's you know what so. I've gotten. Yeah. Okay. And Hold and on.
0: would that would that be a type of physical manifestation yes. of the things yes yes because i want to see one of them you will on venice boulevard you i will. gotta see one i'm 99 of the way there in, in my belief yes, system yes, of this yes that one percent yes it. i need it in my field yes, of vision i have really to will. have it in this in this dimension yes. i must have it yes i could i could go say what's up to him great you know
1: right now you are literally they're For laughing sure. because you you are them
0: Right, exactly.
1: But that actually there's more than that. Cause it's not like everyone is them. Like right. to an extent, yeah, everyone is. But like there are some of us who are very cosmically stranded mm-hmm. in our in forms of in terms of our DNA. Yeah. 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 So it's going to happen and it's gonna be physical. It's going to be I'm not exactly sure how it's going to happen, but it's gonna be something to where it is undeniable. It's completely Confirmed. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows and sees and it's going to shift the whole awareness where it's like humans are finally going to realize like, oh, my God, we've been uh, thinking we're different based on our color or how we look or our land. And it's like we're all fucking humans. We're all fucking humans. Yeah. And it's like there are so many species out there. It is. Hilarious! It is a cosmic comedy that humans are still trying to divide and separate themselves. But we, so, we'll know,
0: so you <gasps> think we'll know that 2024? Yes. Because I think that would be the best thing for humankind. Yes. But only if they're nice. There's Yes. But they got to be nice. Oh, they no, got to no, be chill. The, only the nice ones be They got to be chill and, yes. and and be down to hang and yeah. vibe. Yes. Because the bad ones would yeah. mess us up in an instant.
1: Right. And also lots of things are shifting in their space too where like hopefully as Earth makes this huge transition and clears a lot of the distortions and the malevolence and the negativity, mm-hmm. then it's also reflecting in the other dimensions as well. So hopefully, cause there are a lot of like negative extraterrestrial races that have members who want to ascend who want to be better? So it's like I don't know how familiar you are, but like with these, but like greys and reptilians. Have you heard of greys and reptilians? Oh well, yes, yeah. So yeah. I've done that. Yeah, I've done. You, I've done I've,
0: that. I've fell down. I've fell down that Reddit comment yeah. thread a yeah. couple of times. Yeah. So it's
1: like actually a real thing. I don't okay. know other people are saying. I am important to not lead that. Not read that <laughs> shit. But there are even like members of those races that are positive and that want to ascend and that want to change and want to shift and create a new way and then there are other races like the arcturians Ooh, what are those tell me about those those are the ones that have come to me i feel like i was in arcturus most recently for sure
0: arcturus
1: arcturus is that a different
0: is that like a dimension it is or a planet
1: it it's both and it actually does really exist too Mm -hmm. you can find it on your phone anywhere but Arcturians are from Arch- them, and they are like ninth to thirteenth dimensional beings, and supposedly we're in the third dimension. We mm. bridge between three D, four D, and five D. Four D is like the astral realms where we're like half asleep, and then five D is the awakened consciousness. Mm-hmm.
0: And Twitter is zero D because is... nobody has any th- like good thoughts there. So zero yeah. D. <laughs> That's like, Twitter.
1: No one's getting the D. <laughs> no one's getting D on Twitter. No, right. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so the Arcturians are really cool. They're, like, from the ascended galaxy. They mm-hmm. came to me first.
0: What's the visual that you get mm. when you, when like, can you put them into a visual description for me? Whereas yes. if one of them walked through that door right now, what would it look like?
1: Yes, absolutely. And fully with or God and my guides and higher self and all of the universe yeah. as my witness. I report to God after everything, during everything. Mm-hmm. I have fully seen Arcturians in physical form like full on, full on, full on. And they have manifested two different times and it was kind of different each time. The first time it was actually a lot like this purple, pink, blue light right here behind you. Yeah. Where it's like they were actual beings that were that color mm-hmm. and super, super tall, bigger eyes, like beautiful, but full on alien looking. Wow. Like three long fingers. Yeah. And like lengthy and blue purple. Blue-ish, blue purple. purple. Okay. Yeah, they weren't like the gray aliens with the black eyes that you yeah, yeah, yeah. see everywhere. Yeah. Those are like the grays. Because
0: those are... The, I mean, the, what, what you're describing now is very specific um, because it's it's from your experience. Yes. And what the collective experience has been is there's a through line uh, of, of a, the description of these things over years and years and years. Right. And you can't really knock that. Right. When there's so many... Witnesses that are unconnected by right. age, location, you know, uh, demographic, whatever. There's no connection between the people. The only connection is their independent reportings of what they've seen. Yeah. And that's what freaks me out.
1: It's undeniable. It's undeniable. It's so real. It's so real. It's so real. real. So, so real. Yeah. And it's really exciting. I just want to see you. I just want to hang out with one. You, you know what I mean? You I just want yeah. to kick it. I just want to kick
0: I mean, I, I am, Weird. and I don't even know it yet. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Um, I think it would be good. I think we need that. I think we need something big it's to because ev- we got something big that set everybody off on this <laughs> I mean, wild bullshit tangent that we're on right crazy. now. Yeah. yeah, that's like that's we already got that yeah. big thing. We need something big to happen to get everybody back together, kind of together. Yes. I don't know what's what that's gonna be, but as sure as fuck, not a vaccine. You. It's not a mandate. It's not a. No, it's not going to be a president or a politician. No. it's not going to be any humanish. Thing, I don't think. No. Uh, unle- what would it be? Let me ask you this. What can we put our brains together and think of a way or some like, even if it's vague, something, you know, if, if we have the pandemic here that sp- spurred and catalyzed all these like disruptive separated. energies that yeah. cause people to separate and hate each other and be yeah. um, uh, uh, tribal in the worst possible way. Right. What pandemic can we have that is for good? Like what would an event be? A- aliens, yes, Full for sure. Extraterrestrials, yes. Yeah. Is there anything else? Like what else? And I'm trying to think of historically what good major event has allowed people to align and understand music. one another? Music, Woodstock. You know what I mean? Like
1: right, but not everyone likes the but same. But not everybody music. likes the same music. Yeah.
0: What? I mean, <gasps> it's kind of always something bad. I th- I just I remember. Uh. Being a teenager after 9-11 and how right. together everybody was yep. and there was so much togetherness and it was like a universal togetherness right. and you didn't really have a ton of crazy, uh, you know, even the people that were conspiratorial were still like 3,000 people died and we feel so bad. Right. Also, let's talk to George Bush about this shit. Right. Right. Like what actually The happened. wackos for 9-11 in the early days after 9-11 weren't super wacko. do yeah, not I don't yet. remember. Not yet. Now there's not some... Yet wackos that think the planes were holograms and nobody even died and those that's ridiculous but like the um (gasps) the the togetherness and the unity but it just it came from such a negative event it came
1: from a negative thing and if you think about it like the unity was actually only our experience because I have a lot of Middle Eastern right, friends that's who straight Right, that's right. It was a very uniquely American them, like, You're Taliban. Like, right, right, uh, right. terrorists. Like, yeah, just you're right. Because they were. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there was even a lot of.
0: So, even that caused yeah, a different level of division that yeah. kind of gets shadowed by the quote unity that yep. Americans felt. Yeah. Or white Americans. I don't know how you would say that, but you guys right. know what I mean. Whoever the um, fuck felt what. Yeah, I, I wonder what it would maybe it is just an extraterrestrial I, I literally think that's the only answer. I don't know what else we could get. Is it's there there not isn't like human. a positive unless there's a a pandemic of a disease that made you happy. <gasps> You know and you couldn't stop Can we create laughing?
1: that oh my God why haven't we <gasps>
0: created that because we create covid in a lab we yeah. can't we can't create like joy yes in a, like lab. A, a
1: laughing yes joy like in Molly a, like a yeah. like
0: Molly that spreads <gasps> yes through like droplets. laughing
1: gas or like gas like the yeah. chemtrails instead it's laughing gas and it's
0: laughing gas and you're not allowed to wear a mask right. that's the new rule. <gasps>
1: Because you to have to mask. breathe it in, yes, so that yes. you will feel
0: joy, and you can be a part inhalation. of this
1: co-creative experience exactly. here on Earth, and, and if you'll not, love everybody. Then you basically, hate people. Oh, you hate people. So oh, you, you want grandmas to not be right. happy. Yeah. yeah, right. That's yeah. the
0: that's the metaphor. <gasps> you want everybody's grandma to be sad. Yeah. Okay,
1: you want people to die for no reason. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> you want people to die from sadness. Yeah, Great. oh, you don't. Okay, that's then breathe. Means. Then go breathe the air. Right, go breathe the air without a mask.
1: Right, and if you have any other like reason for it, that it does, it's not valid.
0: Should we do that? Should we create yeah. a pandemic of happiness? Yes. Pandemic of joy.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Jovial nineteen I'll instead of COVID nineteen. I like that. Yeah, that's a Jovial. Good one. Jovial. Yeah. Because COVID. Right. But it's different.
1: But it's different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you clarified it. Clarified that.
0: Part. Oh my God. Um, what do you have? What do you have coming up? Do you have any any fun announcements or things that people should go watch I'm and really check out? Really
1: excited for the retreats that we have coming up. Um, lots of epic songs coming out. Cool. Yeah. New music. Awesome. My artist's name is Activation. Mm-hmm. Spotify, iTunes, all the fun things. Um, I also have that vlog series coming yes. out on YouTube. I'm stoked about. Very because cool. Because I'm so weird. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm like really weird. In a good like, way. Like, I think you can kind of tell when 100%. you meet me in person. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Really, really weird. I'm even weirder when I'm alone. <laughs> and so I have finally captured myself. And I'm creating this series. So I'm excited to just like show that, that version of myself, that extension of myself be more like expressive in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And then Very besides cool. that, like we got a lot of epic shit coming always. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Where can people follow you online? Activation um, on Spotify and iTunes. Yes.
1: Activation Vibration on YouTube mm-hmm. and Instagram. And it's act- yeah. at
0: Activation Vibration. Yes. And then for the retreats, they're probably on your they're Instagram on bio. They're on everything. Yeah. You can find it guys. You can find it awesome we'll see you at the at the joy pandemic everybody yes we'll see you there we're already there we're already there we're in the middle of the joy pandemic yep. we're patient zeros yes for the happiness pandemic yes this feels right it does feel this feels right good.
1: and if you see us just randomly laughing and just having a great time and Breathe not being affected by the sadness of this like yeah. false reality that everyone is being subjected to mm-hmm. it's because we're a part of a different pandemic
0: we're a part of a different pandemic yeah. so come within six feet of us yes and co create joy with come us come closer than come six closer feet.
1: come closer yeah
0: <laughs> we have a six inch mandate yes. you have to be six inches In six from everybody else inches. at all times
1: <laughs> regardless of what you're doing right yes. <laughs> i like it uh yeah okay <laughs> heather everybody yay yes. love you ya. love you cool thank you people.
0: and that's it i hope you guys enjoyed go check out heather's music everywhere check out her events online join her for a retreat uh say hello to the interdimensional beings that she talks to Um, and check out magnesium breakthrough.com slash Brent Pella for a special discount and a special gift on your order. Okay. Love each other. Love yourselves. Bye-bye.